I built my first burglar alarm at the age of 12. I wanted to keep my mother out of the desk in my bedroom. It was a big brown wooden desk, and I would come home from school to find that my stuff had been rummaged through. My stamps and coins would all be scattered around in the right-hand drawers. My space travel comics and wooden building blocks had obviously been disturbed on the left side, and my baseball cards and bubblegum were never where I had left them. Since my mother was the only one uh, home all day, she was the obvious culprit. Also, she had a history of doing things like that. She would search through my closet, open and read my mail, and listen on the kitchen phone extension whenever I made calls. We have no secrets in this house, she would say to me and my siblings, but her actions caused me to be more secretive about everything that I did. I started hiding things that I didn't want her to touch, like my toy soldiers. What was she looking for? What did she think I was hiding? Why was she so distrustful? I had many years of psychotherapy sessions after I left home at the age of 20, but they never revealed any answers. My first burglar alarm was primitive. Open the top drawer and a loud buzzer rang. Close the drawer and it stopped. That top left-hand drawer locked all the other drawers. And to make the alarm work for that drawer, I installed a special switch with a buzzer and batteries from the hardware store. But I wasn't satisfied with that. I wanted the buzzer to keep ringing after the drawer was closed. That challenge became the focus of my life for many months. In my free hours after my sixth grade classes, I would pull aside the heavy top of the wooden desk and work on the alarm that was sitting behind the drawers. I finally succeeded in my quest. My idea was to carefully balance a small rubber ball on the top edge of the top drawer. When that drawer was opened, the alarm would ring and the ball would fall down behind the drawer to prevent it from closing. Since the drawer couldn't close, the alarm would keep ringing. My idea worked well, and I was excited to try it out on my mother. Early one morning, I set the alarm and headed off to school. That school day seemed to drag on forever. When it was finally time to go, I ran all the way home and rushed upstairs to my desk, anxious to see if it had worked. Success! The alarm was still ringing, and the buzzing sound was weak because the batteries were almost dead. I was thrilled with my success. I wandered down to the kitchen where I found my mother, and she was furious. Still in her faded green morning bathrobe, her black hair uncombed, she started screaming at me. What the hell's the matter with you? What did you do that for? Get rid of it she yelled. The alarm had been ringing all day, and I could tell from her puffy pink eyes that she'd been crying. I had alternate feelings of guilt for having done something bad and excitement because it worked so well. I was very sorry to have to move the alarm out of my desk. 
After it was gone, it didn't feel safe to leave my stamps, coins, comics, and other stuff in the drawers, so I kept them empty. Later that year, I installed my alarm in a big wooden cigar box and submitted it to the school science fair. And what do we have here, young man? One of the three judges asked when they came by my table and saw the box. Open it and you'll see, I replied. They opened the box and were startled by the sound. Best of all, they weren't able to close it and the alarm kept ringing. I felt a deep sense of accomplishment. They gave me third prize and I was awarded a certificate. When I showed the award to my mother, she looked at it, said nothing, and walked out of the room. It was exciting to win an award for all my hard work, and I had trouble sleeping that night. I couldn't wait to start building a burglar alarm in my closet.